Welcome to the Rise Podcast. Rise above your fears, rise above your challenges, rise above the unexpected. You have come here today to listen to leaders and everyday people from around the world talk on health, love, life, spirituality, business, and the planet. By listening to stories of others transcending their challenges, it expands your knowing to see and hear that you have the capacity to access the same resources and internal energy so you can rise into a state that will serve your abundance, flow, and harmony. I am your host, Amy Redans. Together, let's find a new way to get things done. Together, let's find a new way to be. Together, let's rise. Hello and welcome to the Rise podcast. I am welcoming back on this episode of the Rise podcast, one of our favorite people, one of my favorite people, Sunita. (laughs) Hello, hello, hello. And today we are going to be talking about the number eight and the power of eight. And I feel like it's timely. What is the date today? I haven't even, I feel twelve. (laughs) You're yelling numbers at me and I'm trying to calculate. Is it an eight day? Three. Uh, Oh yeah, three, eight, six, six, nine. Yeah, it is. It's an eight day. Yes. (laughs) So giving context to everyone else. So this week we had the lion's portal that um, all the astrology world was getting excited about, uh, which was on the 8th of the 8th. And on that day, I had launched a offering that I've got to um, an exclusive group of mine called the Eight Women of Influence. And I was speaking to Sunita recently about um, the number eight which I do pop in a bit of my marketing stuff. And she's like, you've got to share about the power of this number and the whole purpose around this number. And I'm like, oh, yeah, people need to know more about about this number. (laughs) And I loved what you shared with me the other day around the Lion's Gate and how it is this new astrology word and how although... It is on the 8th of the 8th, based on numerology, the number of the energy of the day isn't necessarily an 8, it was a 6. And today, as we were just calculating, it's actually an (laughs) 8th day. So it's the 12th of the 8th, 2022. And so adding all of those numbers up together and bringing them, and what's the word, um, yeah, adding them all up together to one single number ends up being eight. That's so right. I love it. Perfect, perfect that we ended up speaking on this day. <laughs> so let's delve into it, Sunita. What is the... And, of course, it's full moon. Oh, yeah, and it's a full moon. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got a bit of a delay, haven't we? Or is it just you? <laughs> Three-second delay, it's Amy. Catch up, Amy. <laughs> Yes, it's full moon in Aquarius. So it was 11, um, well, it was 11.35 Eastern time. So it would have been 11. So that's your time, yeah? Mm -hmm. My time, it was, um, I can't do many maths today. (laughs) Nine. (laughs) Yeah. 
So it is auspicious and I feel like as in the the power of the eight, the number eight, numerologically today being the eight, and it's also the full moon in Aquarius today, it is about de um, deepening your spiritual practice. You know, and the power is in deepening your, your spiritual practice, right? It's about deepening your sense of connection to your own spirit, which is the portal to your soul. Just because you're spiritually connected to your spirit doesn't mean, doesn't kind of mean that you're there yet. It just means that you're building a relationship with your own spirit. The, the true power is when your alignment is from your spirit to your soul. And that is the divine portal. And that's how that manifestation, that alignment, that congruency really starts to show up in your life when you start to manifest. So, and the reason I spoke to you about that number eight is we, we kind of start, we've started to share things on Facebook and wherever, uh, and we start to just share and believe what other people tell us. And I'm not saying that everybody's wrong, um, but we start to do this quick share without thinking about what we're sharing. And is this relevant to, to our hemisphere for a start off? Um, and is it relevant to what's actually happening? And I, and I noticed that the Lionsgate portal stuff is a uh, Western astrology thing. And it is around the st the st a, a shift in the stars. Um, um, but from a Vedic astrology perspective, I, I, I So do you want to just share with not... those that aren't aware, what is the difference between Vedic astrology and Western astrology? So astrology, I mean, and, I'm, and I have to say uh, that, that I'm not an astrologer. However, um, Vedic astrology is the um, oldest form of astrology. It's um, the ancient um, Indian astrology. So it's where the Western astrology has come from. And so the, the kind of um, the view of the planetary system Obviously, the words are different. The traditional Sanskrit words are different. And um, numerology, gemology comes from the Vedic system. What is gemology? Gemstones. Ah, oh, I can't go to <laughs> <laughs> It's my friend Gemma. It's her ology. <laughs> so um, it's, it's kind of like taking, I guess, in the same way, Western world has done the same thing to, to yoga because also yoga is deeply connected to there's a, mm. a Vedic Vedic connection right Sanskrit um the, and it's kind of taken the Western world have taken it and the meanings have altered the and true date, meaning date, dates too right that's right that's right um so so I follow, obviously, Western. Um, I don't follow Western astrology. I follow um, Eastern astrology. I follow, and it is also culturally very powerful for us. It's something that is talked a lot about, uh, you know, as we grow up because we we run by the lunar calendar. the The whole Western calendar is a new thing, and if you think about the old almanacs and farming and plants and and harvests are all done by the lunar calendar they're not done by the mm -hmm. western calendar and those things are, are all still available right so for some reason again the, the truest purest forms have been taken and altered and shifted so yeah I don't follow any of that <laughs> it doesn't work it's not true too 
who I am, but also not true to a lot of people out there. Um, and I, I would ask people to, if you don't know, you know, start start questioning it. Um, and and again, um, as I was saying earlier, with the um, the shares that people do, and I think I, I posted this on my on my page as well. Is please think twice before you start sharing stuff about the moon as well. Um, I, there's a lot of people. For example, you know, the flower moon, the harvest moon, those are all Indigenous uh, American phrases and terminology that is sacred to those peoples. Again, as Indian people, we have our own um, terms for them as well, um, as do other Indigenous cultures. And um, the Northern and the Southern Hemisphere, there's also a difference there. So, and I have seen people don't factor in the astrological significance of a lunar date whether it's new moon full moon micro you know super um and where you are so when i share my lunar posts and um astrological posts they are relating to western australian time mm-hmm. uh, and i've actually corrected people who are in perth um, I, i'm talking about clients of mine who have shared things and, and i've said that's not that's actually not correct we we don't have a super moon, super full moon or whatever eclipse here. There's going to be, um, and if you think about it, there are going to be planetary shifts, solar eclipses, lunar eclipses, micro moons, super moons, all these things happening somewhere across the world, right? Yeah. Depending on where you are. Is that relevant for us in WA or wherever you are? No. So the power is drawn from where you are located. Mm-hmm. How is something that's happening in the, in America, a, a lunar eclipse, going to impact me? It's not because it's somewhere else in the it's world. Different. It's different. So if I was running my moon circle or if I was doing my moon bathing, I'm going to draw from the the lunar energy what's happening that I'm I'm compl- you know underneath. I'm standing underneath the moon. There isn't a mi- it's a micro moon. Where can where can people access the right information in terms of is there like an online moon calculator or well um i think perth observatory uh or the observatory they mm. always have the correct um moon times got it nasa mm-hmm. you know nasa's pretty good but you're the, with the observatories they have it for your location area yeah um and good astrologers good astronomers um good sites uh i'd as I said, I don't follow anybody. The only, um, I mean, I love Stacey DeMarco's work, but, but you know, in, in relation to Australia, um, it, over Easter, you calculate the um, Western, um, you know, Western Australian time. That's a really good source where she actually writes all of the lunar times. But but the thing that's going to be different there is go, uh, are the, the kind of super moon new moon eclipse information as well that moment it's going to be different for where depending on wherever you are so yeah go for the observatories and think twice before you share some of these posts and and ask do you do you believe this is this is this real question it where what's the source Mm, yeah what's the source you know um yep yeah yeah so i would really ask people to share that so going back to the power of number eight Yes, you're pair of eight. You are My you are, yeah, you're you are the numerology queen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that title. I shall wear that proudly. Um I do want to say in terms of my new uh, numerology work, it is really, really hard to find a course. Again, it's it's quite similar to um any modality where you're using your intuition 
Um, numerology, there is a what I call like the framework, which is is standard. But depending on which book you read or what your source is, they're going to have an interpretation of each number. So I align my numerology work is aligned to a esoteric level. And I know that it aligns to Vedic astrology level. So, and I know that because I've worked on it and I've also worked on with an astrologer at that level. So, and that's the feedback that I've had as well. So that that's awesome because I pick that up in people's vibrations anyway, if there's a number that shows up for me um, and planets as well. So the number eight, it, again, drawing on the Eastern metaphysics and I'll draw in like uh, the Chinese um, feng shui as well as the number eight in numerology where they call the number eight the, the number of luck and it, it's often placed you know there's eight coins eight fishes eight and because and it's placed in places where you want to um, stimulate and activate abundance wealth and luck and fortune good fortune that's a very powerful word in the Chinese um, in Chinese feng shui mm-hmm. fortune where we don't go, we don't go around saying, "I want my fortune." I want to create fortune. We say we we talk about abundance, don't we? We talk about wealth. There's a similar thread there, and there's also also in the connection. I want to draw in the connection to the tarot, because within the tarot you see the in, uh, infinity t- sign. You know, the, it's the number eight lying on its side, and throughout the Rider Waite tarot, you'll see the number eight across the symbols and within within each some of the cards um in the magician card i want to draw i wish i haven't got the card on me but you can be those of you that are interested in the tarot and i do call upon the rider weight tarot which is the the best tarot to work with when you start with the tarot it's the richest in mythology symbology everything it's got everything from astrology, astronomy, seasons, um, numerology, everything. And you'll see that symbol in the magician card. And the magician is, um, he has one arm raised up and one arm down below. And in front of him is this table. And you'll see all of the other suits sitting there. You'll see the pentacles, you'll see the, the wands. And the pentacle, which is the star, mm-hmm. it's the star. It's a pentagram in a circle, which is the number, which is the symbol, sorry, for um, wealth, abundance. And it's almost like the, the magician is calling upon as below, so above, as so above, as below. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like you could say symbolically, the magician has the power to connect what's on the physical world to the cosmic world, the universe. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's a magical card. It literally is. I feel that's the abundant card. And above his head is this affinity sign, infinity sign. So it shows up in, in lots of places. Um, and the number eight in numerology is actually about status, wealth, money. It's also about... Um, abundance and wealth not just in a monetary sense but also in the richness of life it can be in in spirituality it can be in my life is abundant so it's not always about money because people Mm -hmm. quite often say I would trade in happiness or love for money 
and that money doesn't buy you happiness does it mm-hmm. you can't buy love so it's it dependent on on your individual value around abundance and yeah. wealth and where numerologically where that number eight sits in somebody's chart in their core numbers is also different for example my number eight is in my in my physical um my physical world people will see me as um somebody who's powerful you know somebody who's very organized and also this an aspect of the eight which is about somebody who is very organized and I call this the archetype of the manager you know somebody who's very you know powerful they have that status they're a doer they get things done they're action oriented they're very good at business entrepreneurial skills they're also charismatic and charming not sure if I'm that and (laughs) they're also people who are attractive or and attract so you can see the theme of like abundance right Mm -hmm. um and the power of the eight how it kind of it's not just about attracting money it's about attraction being attractive everything to do with that you know you say like being unkind is not attractive because it's not but kindness and being loving is really attractive people sense those people don't they yeah, yeah totally. that person's very nurturing I'm drawn to that person she's about actually I have heard people say I'm very magnetic which makes which which is quite funny because at most times I'm repel trying to repel people <laughs> I'm magnetic <laughs> to animals and nature I think. so so there's this theme of power mm-hmm you whittle away the word abundance, what you're really looking at is power, individual power, personal power. Mm-hmm. And so that, that all, again, draws, gets back to your spirit, right? Your spirit yeah. power. So, and I love that you're talking about this because um, so a lot of my clients at the moment that I am attracting are in their personal year of eight. And I think oh, you, are, you are too, aren't you? No. Are you- Oh, you're not? Okay. And I'm in my personal year of eight. So there's a lot of people in their personal year of eight at the moment. Talk me through people that are in their personal years of eight. What do they go through? So the power of eight, um, the personal, in your personal year is all about stepping up. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you want to talk talk how you calculate personal year? <laughs> sure. So the personal year is your birth date. So say mine is the 24th of May. So it's 24, two and four plus five and the current year. So the current year is, is tw- um, um, 2022. So you add up all those numbers um, and that gives you your personal year. And the personal years will go from a one to a nine. So once, so next year, it'll be for those of you in an eight will be a nine and then you will go back to one. So this is your nine-year, individual nine-year cycle, which is far more important than the annual January to December year. But if you can imagine that we are all this blip and this spark of light, you know, so imagine yourself as this etheric white light, this being, and then around you is this wheel turning of your personal year, and then you've got your... Um, all of your other numerology numbers, that wheel, that vibration turning. And then you've got this um, annual year, which is 2022, that turns as well. And then you've got the whole of the cosmos, all of the planetary movements happening. And you're just this little spark. And you can be this energy that just laps it all up and is sensitive and attracting 
all of the shifts and changes in the universe. So the um, the personal power with the personal power, it is very much about either speaking up, stepping up into your power, leveling up, shifting into status. So it's either um, again the because the eight's about work as well. So it's it could be shifts in your work and stepping up your work. It can also be around stepping up and shifting your status. Now, status is one of these, some people, for some people, they want to have the word director on their door or a manager on their door. For some people, it's, I want to be a mum. Mm -hmm. For some people, you know, um, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to start my own business. So um, think about your status. It's more than um, I'm a mum, I'm a wife, or or for some people, that's that's your status. So 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 sit with it and see what, what your status is. What do you feel your status is right now? And what do you want to shift it into? Um, the personal power is also about, you know, if you're stepping into your spiritual power and, and undertaking some kind of spiritual work, spiritual growth work, then it's also about stepping up into that spiritual power that you have, connecting into your own spirit. Emotionally, the number eight is also about, because it is a number of charm and attraction, I would say that is that some something that you see about yourself? You know, there's a lot of people out there who just um, don't love themselves, put themselves down. Um, their self-worth is really low, their self-value. And so if part of this journey is about stepping up that level of, again, I like to, I think, again, self-love is one of these that is very overused. You know, why don't we introduce respect? How much respect do I have for myself? You know, to stop talking to myself in that way. Because I, and one of the things I always say to people is if you had a little child, uh, if you could see yourself as a little child and you saw somebody speak to that child like you're speaking to yourself now, what would you say? You would stop them and say, don't be mean. Don't speak to me like that. You would don't speak to that child like that. So don't speak to yourself like that. Mm -hmm. So I think respect is a lot bigger than love. It's a part of love, but I think because love's so overused, it's not about taking yourself on a date in a cafe by a beach and sipping, taking photos, you know. It's it's much deeper than that. And I think honour and respect are, are huge um, in how we love ourselves as well and show love and give love. Um, on, a mental, on a mental level, it's also about um, your worth. Again, coming back to worth, but in terms of your programming. Do I think that I'm good enough to um, be that person, um, step up my business or get that job or, you know, meet my, you know, dream person? Is it, is it about my, you know, my self-worth as well and stepping up the programming as well around that? So it's unique to everybody, but it is, you know, overall about power. Mm -hmm. It's a very mm -hmm. powerful number manifesting. And for those of you also that live in number eight houses, that's really powerful, you know. Um, a number eight house is is a is a great number, but you've got to you've got to step up, and it's a great house for those of you um who are working from home or are uh, you know business owners who do a lot of work at home. Think about that. Think about where you're cultivating the energy of power, you know. So um, manifest it like really do what you can to work on the feelings of abundance and the blocks to abundance that you have as well, because that's a great catalyst for you. 
are there people that shouldn't live in a number eight house? No, no, there's, there's every number comes to you for a reason. You know, Got for it. example, one of my houses was a number nine. Now I'm a number nine. So, oh my God, there's so many, there was, it was chaotic, but it was also lots of things left at that point because there was lots of doors that needed to close, lots of things that needed to come to an end in order for new things to happen. From there, I moved into a number five house, but and from and now I'm in a number four house. So a number four is my soul number. Mm-hmm. And four is all around foundations and um... and four, yeah, yeah. Four is all four is all around. It's the most serious number of the chart. It's the most hardworking number, um, and it's serious in the sense that right, let's get this done. So it's mm-hmm. focus, discipline. Um, and hard working as in that not like I'm struggling not the struggle hard work it's that I'm going to get take action yeah take action and for a pitta you know my my dosha in in um, Ayurveda is pit pitta so it's it's fire it's a fire energy so fire is very active action and doing so it's about getting things done um so going back to the eight um the eight there is no number there is uh, there's bad for anybody Every number has blessings and it's really where you are oscillating on that spectrum of light and shadow. You know, for example, you know, if a shadow aspect of a number eight would be, you know, as I said, if there's somebody, um, you know, eights like to look good, eights are charming and attractive, um, you should be able to pick up or you could, if you were using your intuition, be able to pick up a number eight in a room because you would see somebody who could be quite um, flamboyant somebody who's quite charming and really people are really drawn and attracted to but not necessarily in a good way because you can manipulate people with charm right Mm -hmm. and attractiveness and you can also manipulate um so there is this people that are powerful and we all know we've probably all got great examples I mean look at Hitler yeah charming Mm -hmm. very charming he he drew in thousands and thousands of people to his to his ethos didn't he 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 drew sucked people in and he manipulated and used that power to cause some one of the greatest most horrific wars in in history right so power isn't always good it's intention and um it's all about manipulate um, what are you using it for greater good or are you manipulating people for your own good and i want to just throw in their karmic cycle you know we are we are accountable for our actions, for what we think, what we say, what we do. So this all will, you know, all comes back. So in a, in a from a shadow aspect, I have seen eights, for example, who are so concerned about the way they look. Everything is about the work, the way that they look, and it's not, there's no substance beyond the I got to look good. I've got to look good and I've got to look good in my designer stuff, not bagging designer stuff. But if you see people who are really overly focused on how they look all the time and there's no substance to what's underneath there mm-hmm. because of the insecurities, right? Yeah. So these, those are just a couple of examples of how uh, there's a lot of shadow showing up for so those I'd, people. I'd love for you to share how can people leverage the energy of an eight day? leveraging the energy of an eight day I say my number one spiritual practice is the meditation or some form of meditation and um opening yourself up to clearing what's no longer needed is a given and also to be shown and to be made aware of what um what might what 
you know, abundance is all the power. If we say we're drawing in power, um, power is different for everybody. And if there was a way that you know that you want to step into your power or you just want to be blanket, sort of say that there, I want to open up my power or open up into my power, is just to sit in that meditation and set out that intention. Full moon, perfect timing um, to release and let go. Um, to let go more than the release. We don't want to bring it back, but we want to let go of what's holding me back from my power. And then, so because today is a full moon, so you're stepping into your power, stepping into abundance, stepping into a state of abundance or accessing my abundance to let go of all that's blocking me. And then at the new moon, which is going to be in two weeks, to then set your intentions for the new moon um, to draw that into your life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because the work isn't just one meditation on a full moon the work is consistent work is from one full moon to the next new moon to the next full moon because we have this opportunity every month twice a month sometimes three times a month to actually draw in on this beautiful magic of the moon you know because the 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 moon is our mother and she is abundant she is a creator i wonder if she was born on the eighth <laughs> 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 I don't know. I'll have to ask the I'll have to ask the sex of dust out there. <laughs> but well, it, it is about consistency. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you so much for all your insights in the number eight. And I need to now speedily use the number eight energy to get this post up to share with everyone today. Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. And I <laughs> actually, I just do, I do want to add that I have just launched on my website, um, Step Into Your Power Meditation. Amazing. For today. For today. Yeah. So if you just go into my website, www.slinda.com.au, um, you can download that free. And it's just a... I think 12 minute meditation and yeah so perfect time to do it to perfect. to start the process yeah, yeah. and thank you always for, <laughs> yes awesome and thank you for having me again awesome welcome all right Luna until next time bye bye welcome to the rise podcast rise above your fears rise above your challenges rise above the unexpected You have come here today to listen to leaders and everyday people from around the world talk on health, love, life, spirituality, business, and the planet. By listening to stories of others transcending their challenges, it expands your knowing to see and hear that you have the capacity to access the same resources and internal energy so you can rise into a state that will serve your abundance, flow, and harmony. I am your host, Amy Redunds. Together, let's find a new way to get things done. Together, let's find a new way to be. Together, let's rise.